Seahawks fans, wherever you may be. Welcome back for another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. Join your host, Bill Alpstead, and co-host, sports writer and football analyst, Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Seahawks fans, welcome back to another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alpstead, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers. We're talking uh, our first look, early look, at the 53-man roster, what we think uh, the roster is going to turn out to be. Uh, we've got a little bit of a debate, um, probably forthcoming on a few players, and uh, just talk about our roster-building ideas. Welcome in, Keith. Yeah, this is going to be a fun show. Like they're the roster. I mean, this is okay. This is a way too early look um, because, but but probably pretty dang accurate. I would argue. Yeah, we'll see. There's always guys that come in and then you you see them play in training camp uh, in the preseason. And you're like, whoa, I did not expect that. With and that's gonna be good or bad. Um, and then they make the roster. They they fall off the roster. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a way too early look because of that. Like usually we do this. Um, a week before rosters are set and it's more of a like a a challenge who can who can get the most right uh doing it now is more um i don't full know on, full on speculation oh yeah and it's it's all just for fun and that was part of the you know the whole idea with this is it, we just get to go in and, and kind of enjoy ourselves and, and 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 have a look at what we think so let's just start at the top with quarterback how many do you have on the roster i've got two me I too. got two court, two quarterbacks, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Um, yep. There could be a, you know, something else that's not mm-hmm. in mind right now coming from outside the team in, but Jacob Eason is just a training camp guy. That's going to take some snaps uh, to make sure that the other arms aren't getting too tired. That's uh, his role. And, and he may or may not end up on the practice squad, depending on how the team views him after this round of, of um, him showing up. Um, and they may bring somebody else in from the outside. You just have no idea. Um, but it's Drew Locke and Geno Smith as of now. Yeah. And so you end up um, with that. I mean, if you, let's say they bring in a Baker Mayfield or a Jimmy Garoppolo, do they keep three or do you do you cut Locke at that point? Mm, or do you cut Smith? Smith's contract's guaranteed. I mean, Garoppolo, yeah, yeah, but it's only $3 million. Three million of it's guaranteed, so that's not enough to necessarily keep a guy on the roster. I would say uh, Geno Smith and a guy like Garoppolo or a guy like Baker Mayfield are more alike than a guy like Drew Locke, uh, who's as the upside is really inexpensive and and maybe a guy that they'd like to find out about. Um, so I probably would end up going if it's Garoppolo. I definitely keep Drew Locke and Garoppolo, and then let Geno Smith go. Hmm, interesting. All right, How about you? So, <clears throat> How about you? Well, um, honestly, you can cut Drew Locke with no dead money, and um, if you if you look at him in training camp and you go, "Yeah, this guy's not it," get rid of him. There's no reason keep no reason keeping him. Um, you know, Gino's at least a veteran backup, and you've got guaranteed money sitting there on with him. And if a backup quarterback is a backup quarterback, um, and the difference between the two of them, $3 million is a lot of, uh, a lot of money. So I would say they, they keep Gino. Interesting. Okay. 
How about running backs, Keith? So running back ended up being a spot where I had a hard time figuring out how I wanted to, to, to play this. I mean, obviously Walker um, makes the roster and I've got uh, Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas making the roster as well to give me mm-hmm. three. Um, and then I went back and forth with uh, Travis Homer and then I put Nick Ballore as a fullback uh, in there. And then they ended up getting put there and then removed and then put back and then removed. And in the end, I went with just those three. Interesting. So you and I are going to have a tremendous amount of differences just based on this category because I've loaded this thing up. I've got six running backs making the roster, including Nick Bloor. And that means that your other categories are going to be um, fuller than mine. And so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I kept Chris Carson for now. He's he's on the roster. I make it until he's not. I think that I'm just doing that out of respect, Chris. Um, so he's he's part of my room. Rashad Penny, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, Kenneth Walker, obviously Ken Walker, and Nick Ballore is the fullback. Really, that special teams category. We talked before the show where we were going to put Nick Ballore. I told you I was uh, I put him on my offensive side of the ball. Uh, you could add him to the defense depending on how your roster is is formed but it really in the end doesn't matter um you're still gonna end up with 53 but that's me i i loaded that thing up keith with running backs that's where we diverge yeah and so i mean nick blore is on my roster too so that's that would if and he's there he will be the the fullback so that's four you have six but we also you know you went with respect for carson you got to put him on there until he's not and i was trying to be more realistic we know where he's at with his neck. We we've heard Pete Carroll talk about how guys just never know when it's, when, when it's time to call it and, and, and all of that. Um, so we kind of know where that that's going. So I went ahead and um, didn't do that. It really comes down. The difference here is Travis Homer uh, and whether he makes it or not, he probably does. I just really wanted to keep another receiver. So that's what I did. Yeah. And I figured maybe that's where you were going. So it, just, it came down, it came down to, um, Homer or receiver, and I kept a receiver. All right, let me see. Uh, I'll go first on this category, and let me see where I'm missing the, the guy that you really want. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, obviously. Dwayne Eskridge, uh, D. Eskridge, and Freddie Swain rounds out the top four. And then for my fifth, I added Bo Melton. And I left everyone else off for now. See, my fifth, I added um, Young. Um, at a Lenore Ryan University, um, because he I is, really like his profile. I really do. He is huge, uh, fast, um, gonna be a special teams like uh, god at. And that's uh, as where a he gunner. needs to win. That's where he needs to win this job. Yeah, and has the upside of being a guy that can, um, you know, change a game uh, the way Metcalf does given development time, given the, the, the time to learn how to run a route properly and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, I, he was the guy that I had to put on the roster. Um, and tried to say, we've talked about, Bo, we've talked about Bo Melton as being a mm-hmm. guy that may be likely to, to end up being the guy that's elevated, but now you're saying Tariq young is the oh, guy. I have, I have Bo Melton on there too. That's what I mean. I oh, needed okay. I wanted I needed a sixth spot for Young, um, and I I really <coughs> struggled with not putting um, Goodwin 
um, on there too, just to give them a veterans, you know, slot guy mm -hmm. that can come in mm -hmm. and, and move chains. But ultimately the young talent of Eskridge young and Melton was too much, uh, for me to, to go with the, the veterans. That is, so. that is pretty enticing. That is really, I mean, that speed and shifty ability and yards after catch um, possibilities in this offense, that is a lot to yeah. um, to overcome for like Marquise Goodwin or Penny Hart or uh, Cade Johnson and so forth. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the other guys are going to be outside looking in, peripheral guys. Um, but Bo Melton is interesting. I mean, you never know what these rookies, especially seventh thrown guys. Yeah. Um, whether they're overvalued in the draft or not, you just never know until everyone comes into camp and uh, gets the pads on it and really goes for it. It'll be interesting. That's an yeah, interesting so, competition. But yeah, so like I've got, you've got um, an extra running back because you've got Homer and I've got an extra receiver, which is, um, you know, young. So we end up with, it sounds like very different because you're like, I've got six running backs um, and I've got three. Well, including Nick, yeah. But one of them is Nick Ballore and one of them is Chris Carson. So in yes. the end, like it, um, it works out. We're actually fairly similar at this point. Yeah, <clears throat> the you and you may be right. They may Travis Homer is on the bubble this year, and it mm -hmm. could be because one of these wide receivers take his spot, and they just don't need that many running backs on the roster. Um, and it'd be interesting to see what happens with Chris Carson. If Chris Carson's on the roster, I think Travis Homer might be off. Um, I just tight don't ends. Expect, I don't expect Chris to be back. Um, tight ends. I've got three. I've got Fant, Disley, and Parkinson. Me too. That was pretty easy. Tyler Mabry, maybe, maybe a guy that they keep um, around. But with the way the roster to me looks, I think you've got you've, you can only do three tight ends. Mm -hmm. And then um, I have ten offensive linemen. Okay. How many do you have? You have nine um, at tackle um, cross Lucas Curran Forsyth. Yes. Um, at um, center Blythe and Shepley. I've got Kyle Fuller over Shepley only because I think the team for some reason believes in Kyle Fuller. And so that's, that's, but yeah, I can see Shepley as well, but Austin Blythe is the guy. Yep. Um, and then I have four guards uh, with Lewis Jackson, Haynes, and then Gilmore. I was I was really circling back uh, to Shamarius Gilmore, um, mm -hmm. but I left him off, and I only went with three guards. But you you could definitely be right. I understand as well, Matt uh, Godel, uh, the mm -hmm. guy from Tacoma, I believe originally, uh, is a, is a guy that they're interested in as well. But Shamarius Gilmore apparently has really impressed. Yeah, um, the the coaches in very quickly in the up, process. Fairly, very quickly picked up um, the running game and the scheme, um, and has shown, like within the drills, uh, that he's already got some developed technique in terms of keeping his pads low and and you know the the stuff that he, that you really want to see from a rookie, especially an undrafted rookie. Um, and I didn't want to go with three guards because what happens if you know you have injuries? And that's why I went with four. And I honestly. You're probably right, given nine and dropping Shepley and instead keeping Fuller because Fuller can play guard. That's what I was thinking. And so he becomes the backup center and the fourth guard, and it would allow you to to keep nine. Um, 
I just want to see what Shepley gives us. And that's why I had him. But if I added him, I had to add a fourth uh, guard. And besides, I also wanted to keep Gilmore. So did you end up with 25 on the offense? I did not. I ended up with 24 on the offense. Um, and I've got, um, well, I've, I've got, you know, some, some different names of guys that we could put in there. Ultimately, I mean, it's probably going to be Travis Homer. If I Last had to year, commit, if I had to commit, it would have been Travis Homer. Last year, I ended up with 24 on my offensive roster and my prediction show. And the team also ended up with 24 and 26 on the defensive side. I'm mm-hmm. just curious as to where we end up this year. It'll be very yeah. interesting. So <clears throat> I'm at 24. That's also with um, Nick Ballore as a defensive player. So you move him to the offense, make him, you know, put him on the, uh, as the fullback um, instead of at linebacker. And then you keep one of the other guys that I've got on this list. And, and honestly, that could very easily be how they handle it. Or you leave Ballore as a linebacker and you drop, um, Travis Homer in there. This will be seriously the fourth or fifth year that Nick Ballore has come up in the conversation about roster building and how we like assign him because of his special teams play. Um, Cause he's not a running back or a fullback or a linebacker. He's a special teams player. Mm-hmm. And so you, you just maneuver. He's a maneuvering chip, if you will, you just kind of move him wherever you need him to be. Um, defensive tackle, Keith, what do you got? So, okay. So I, I had a hard time with, um, the defense because of the fact that the scheme they're kind of in that middle where they're transitioning to a three, four, but Pete Carroll's still a four, three guy. And even if you listen to um, the defensive coaching staff, they're basically, we're going to hybrid everything. Um, And so I tried to, I planned this around more of a three, four look. Um, And so that meant a bare front. So you have three, you know, a one, three, five tech, um, as defensive linemen, which would normally be guys that are defensive tackle um, or five tech guys, and then your two your edge players, your strong side linebacker and your um, seven nine tech, um, you know, side as edge players, and so it made for kind of a weird thing because there, some of these guys are listed as defensive ends, but they're going to be defensive tackles. Some of these guys are listed on the roster as defensive ends, but they're going to be linebackers. Um, it makes for it made for a hard time to do this, but long uh, explanation. My when I say when you say defensive tackles for me, it's defensive line, and it's everyone that's going to play in that three four front. Uh, um, and I've got uh, Puna Ford, um, Brian Monet, Woods, Jefferson, and Harris, Quentin Jefferson, and and Shelby Harris. Yeah, five players. And so you left LJ Collier off. I did, and he was my last guy that didn't make it uh, on defense. Interesting. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major sports action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. 
Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, so I've got Ford, Woods, Jefferson, Monet. I'll do it, I'll do it in the same format you did. Um, so, so those same four, and those are interior guys. And then mm-hmm. um, Shelby Harris and LJ Collier. And then on my edges, I've got uh, Taylor, Robinson, Mafe, and Smith. So Daryl Taylor, Alton Robinson, Boye, Boye Mafe, and Tyreek Smith as my edge guys. But not new Or my, my linebackers. Well, I've got Nuasu as a linebacker in my list here, but I'm trying trying to do everything the way you did with having it built in the list. I know, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, so Nuasu's on there as well. I put Nuasu as an edge player because that's, I mean, that's what they, what they signed him as is is to be, um, you know, the strong side edge player. So he'll do more coverage than, than uh, the weak side edge player, but, um, you know, still be an edge player. So So you've got a, you've got 10 defensive linemen. Yeah. overall and i've got 11 so in that scenario you just described but i mm-hmm. also then end up with just three linebackers in that scenario as well so and i have and i have five but one of them is nick Bellore. Uh, <laughs> okay so i just want to try to be as clear as possible to the listeners so i've got if you look at it traditionally like we've looked at it in the past i've got Puna Ford, al woods quentin jefferson and brian Monet at defensive tackle at defensive end mm-hmm. i've got daryl taylor shelby harris as a five tech, Alton Robinson as an edge, LJ Collier makes my team as a five a tech because he's backing up Shelby Harris. And then uh, Boye Mafe and Tariq Smith rounds that out. Now at linebacker, then, um, and, and with that said, then I've got um, 10 defensive linemen. And at linebacker, I've got Jordan Brooks, uh, Uchenna Nuasu at strong side linebacker, Cody Barton, and Joel uh, Leg. Like Buna Bunawi, like Bunawi, and he's the guy that we picked up from as a free agent from the Chicago Bears. He kind of came yep. on with uh, the coaching staff, Sean Desai there, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. So left out of that list then would be Ben Burkerman, Aaron Donker, Tanner Muse, mm-hmm. John Radigan, Lincoln Williams, Levi Jones, Joshua, whatever. Um, those guys are off. Um, and the other and the defensive tackles, I'll just mention Miles Adams, Jarrett Hewitt, Niles Scott. Those guys are off. Yeah, did not no, did not make the roster. So I went through my defensive line. I got ten right, five uh, edge guys, five um, interior defensive linemen, including five tech. Um, my linebacker are, is off the line of scrimmage linebacker. So these would be middle linebacker or interior linebackers in a three four or middle linebacker weak side linebacker so the the bobby wagner yes. and kj right positions um in a four three and brooks barton uh the guy whose name you couldn't pronounce and i'm not even going to try that started with an l um uh lenig Lyag- Bo- Bunad- 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 yeah um i put nick Ballor in that um group and i have john radigan making the roster as the Interesting. Um, as the last one, because I think they liked what they saw from him last year, and he played special teams as well. And to give them so John Radigan <laughs> over LJ Collier is essentially what you've done. 
Okay. In my, you know, comparing because, our lists together, we well, have yeah, all because, the same players except for those two. Are except for those two. Um, because it, it creates a more balanced because you uh, going in with three linebackers, you're first exactly time, right. No, the first right. time, you know, somebody rolls an ankle. Now you don't have any backups. Um, Who's the backup to Shelby Harris though? Um, Quentin Jefferson. Y- yeah. I mean, you can put Quentin Jefferson there. You can, um, uh, it's pretty, otherwise move, it's pretty light. You can move Puna Ford outside and, and bring Monet in as the nose. Mm, mm-hmm. Remember that you're in a three, four, the, yeah, the responsibilities are different than yeah. they are in a four, three. And so, um, you can move, you can move guys like, uh, Puna Ford around a little bit more. I don't know if the team sees it that way with Puna Ford, but maybe, I mean, you and I have seen it that way where mm-hmm. Puna Ford has some upside as a three tech, um, and, and possibly a five tech. I don't, I don't know if he but plays the run well enough there. Uh, he he plays the run. I mean, you'd have to almost. set the edge, Keith. No, Winifred you're not. Would have to set you're the not. Edge in you're this not scenario. in a three-four. You're not setting the edge. See, that's a that's a four-three alignment that you're talking about. Um, he won't be setting the edge as a five-tech. You've got edge players on outside of both of your defensive ends, whose job it is to set the edge. Okay. So your um, you know, Daryl Taylor and and Boy Mafe need to be your edge setters. Um. And you're the three interior guys are interior guys. Um, and so that's why you can kind of move guys around um, a little bit. So interesting. Okay. Uh, safety. Um, Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, Ugo Amade, Blair again until he gets hurt and Ryan Neal. That's the five that I've got. That leaves Joey Blount and Bubba Bolden, two guys that they think highly of. Uh, mm-hmm. Off the off the deal, and a guy, uh, Jim Nagy uh, from the Senior Bowl, uh, really likes Deontay Williams as mm-hmm. an outside dark horse to make this roster as an undrafted rookie free agent. I think Williams has a has a, a legit shot because he'll be able to he'll be a special teams guy, and if you're going to be the fifth safety, you need to be able, you need to be special teams, uh, and it kind of comes down to how they view Blair. I mean. Blair has all the talent in the world, but he's missed the last two seasons because of injury. Um, mm. And if he looks like he can come back and and not get hurt, well, he'll make the roster and get playing time. And if he if the team doesn't trust him at all, um, I could see Williams taking that spot. Wow, I really want Blair to make it because man, you can just see the potential there, the big hit, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. But maybe he's lost some of that. I mean, when you're injured like that, mentally, it's the mental game too where you need to be able to come back from that rise up and be stronger than ever. And um, hopefully he's got enough people around him that's mm-hmm. that are helping him with that. Uh, the cornerback room is kind of interesting, Keith, because I, this is my roster includes six players, which, and I would typically go, typically go with five here. Um, so it, it's interesting that I've kept one extra one and it, it really does come down to having enough veteran presence Mm-hmm. and the, the rookie upside. I don't want to cut those guys because I don't think that they would make it off of uh, off the waivers. So I've got Trey Brown, Artie Burns, which is mm-hmm. the veteran presence I was talking about. Apparently, Artie Burns is having a great camp. They really like him, outperforming expectations according to Pete Carroll. Uh, Sidney Jones, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen, and then Justin Coleman, who is our, our interior 
uh, nickel guy. Mm-hmm. And that's six. And I don't know how to pare that down without cutting like a Tariq Woolen. And that's, or that's not going to happen. Artie no. Burns. And I'm not, I can't do that. So, so I, I have Jones, Brown, Bryant, Burns, and Woolen, and I have Justin Coleman not making it. Wow. That means Ugo Amadi is beat him out. And it, it depends on how you view Ugo Amadi. Yeah. Because Ugo Amadi gives them flexibility um, to be a backup free safety, as we saw at the end of the year when they um, had him for the last couple of games as the starting free safety, and they moved Diggs up to strong safety. Um, Does this conversely also mean that Ugo Amadi is on the roster or on the roster bubble, just like Justin Coleman is then? And I don't, one of those two players uh, is going to m- make it and one's not? I mean, I would say that Amadi's flexibility to play corner and safety gives him the nod. <clears throat> we also have seen uh, Justin Coleman decline the last couple of years. Um, and that's why I'm thinking he's not the same guy that he was when he was in Seattle before, where he was a really good slot corner. Um, and so that's why I have him off the roster. This thing could come down to injury. It you know, does. I hate, it, I hate of course to say that. I hate to say that, but man, there's some talent here that we're going to leave off the roster. Whether mm-hmm. it's Joey Blount, Bubba Bolden, Justin Coleman, Hugo Amati, Marquise Blair, Michael Jackson. Beat it. Beat it. <laughs> no, the um, cornerback who played um, played pretty well in the, in, when he got a, when he got on the field, but then got hurt. Um, was deep on the depth chart last year, but they but he played well once he got on the field. Um, but his in, you know, he and got John hurt. Reed he got hurt. did too. Yeah, John Reed did okay. Um, Jackson played, was, actually, John Reed played outstanding in that Arizona game at the end of the year. Um, wow, so you've so, got five corners, that's how you five, got it down five to corners, 20. five safeties, five interior linebackers five defensive interior defensive linemen it's, and five edge players it's easy to play it that way in june it is and you mentioned early on in the in this show that um this is the way too early uh, oh, yeah. 53 men roster prediction show mm-hmm. and that's why because when you get to camp and you see all these players playing you're gonna have you you've listed by my own count four or five guys that are on the bubble that could go one way or another depending Mm -hmm. on how things shake out in camp so this is because like i said i got myself to 52 and i knew that i could move nick belor to either side because you wanted to keep 25 25 just because um that's what teams do and um but you can put nick belor on either side so right now um i've got 24 and 24 and then nick belor um and then competing for that last spot would be LJ Collier, um, Marquise Goodwin, Travis Homer, uh, John Radigan. No, Just- John Radigan's on it. Justin Coleman, Michael Jackson, Ben Burkirvan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. And and help listeners and viewers out when you when you rattle off all those names. They're coming from different position groups, offense yep. and defense. What are you doing in your brain to kind of? make it so it's those guys those those well, are your bubble players those are my bubble players so those are all guys that are that are just off the roster 
um, but there's one spot left. And because you have all of your starters and depth and everything that you feel like you need um, locked in, that 53rd guy can come to any position. Um, there's not as much positional value because you're talking about, you know, the, the last guy in the depth chart uh, as far as that. So do you want a sixth defensive lineman for those three spots? Well, then you take Collier. Um, do you really want a fourth running back? Um, well, then you you keep Travis Homer. Um, if they What are some are, of the considerations <clears throat> beyond what you're saying? Like injury considerations special, and special, special teams, teams and yep. who provides, if you had a $100 bill and you had to put it down on the table for one of those guys, uh, based on all the factors, who do you, who do you got? Um, Travis Homer, because the, this team has struggled to keep running backs healthy. He has been a very reliable third down back and he can be a punt returner. Um, I would also turn around and say it might be Ben Burkirvan because of his coverage, um, ability on kickoffs and punts, his ability to get downfield to make plays even though he's way undersized as an interior. I think um, maybe they've replaced that with a couple other guys here. So, um, yeah, interesting. Wow. I would say uh, out of all those, I might go with like a Justin Coleman. It be from the perspective of a um, veteran in, mm -hmm. in the cornerback room. And the injuries that Marquise Blair has had, and I know they don't play the same position, but it is part of the defensive back room and Amadi's diversity kind of covers for Blair a little bit. But if he needs to cover for Blair a little bit, it might mean that Justin Coleman needs to be available to play more nickel minutes. Yeah. And, snaps. I, um, and, and you could do the same thing for LJ Collier. You know, yeah. you got a young young guy that's really kind of coming into his own, possibly the, at least the way the team views it. And there's a little bit you're asking more scheme diversity if he's off the roster from a guy like Puna Ford. Whereas uh, if LJ Collier's on the roster, Puna Ford can stay in his lane, and LJ Collier is a better potentially a better backup to Shelby Harris than I think people are thinking. Yeah, I mean, you also have Quentin Jefferson in that role as a Shelby Harris backup. So I true, um, that's true, Keith. So yeah. interesting. Um, ben Burkirvan, though, is to me on the outside looking. I think know. so too. Um, like I said, you asked me to to pick one. I picked Travis Homer off that um, off that list of guys. Um, I just think that he is most likely to make it just based on the reasons I said earlier. Cool. Fun show. That's, I think that's pretty close to where we're going to be. Um, it'll be really interesting. I'm going to, I'm definitely saving my spreadsheet roster oh, yeah. um, that I've created here um, <laughs> to see exactly where we land. So um, if people are wondering how 25 and 25 um, adds up to 53, <laughs> um, it's because we've both said it's a given that Myers Dixon and Ott, um, the three specialists, right? Kicker, punter, and long there snapper. you go. I'll make the team. That's how 25 and 25 add up to 53. And we've given them 10, 10 seconds of our show now. <laughs>
and so that's that, that, all they are going to need on a roster show because they're making it. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? And we'll get out of here. Um, no, let's get out of here. I'm Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. You can find me at NWC Hawk. The show is at Hawks Playbook. Find us on your favorite podcast platform, YouTube, subscribe and share. Till next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NWSeahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com.